Welcome back to Kingdom Testimony. Um, today I'm going to look at a, a, a verse section. Now I'm, I want to continue with the Hosea thing, but I don't have it edited yet. And it's kind of tedious and therefore it's sounding tedious. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to get back to that later. I was looking at what testimony means. And so this is interesting because just, just earlier I was thinking about the leprosy and the cleansing and the Lord was telling me a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, that right now he is cleansing consciences and it's really windy here today so i apologize for the wind noise um he's cleansing consciences so what exactly does that mean it means he wants everybody to start examining themselves and i believe he's doing this because He's going to be visiting the earth again. Did you know that when the wicked does something in the earth, that they first have to ask for God's approval? <clears throat> Permission. And this we see in the first part of the book of Job. So, God uses, whether we like it or not, God uses the wicked to purify, test, reprove, rebuke, in some cases, his people. All right? And there is examples of that all through the scriptures. So I was thinking about... Um, you know, when he was saying that he is cleansing consciences and, and I've always, you know, for, for three weeks, I, I think about it because I've been seeing examples around me in people's lives that have been talking to me. I've been seeing where God is working on people. This happened at our church a couple weeks ago in a big way. Me and two other people were discussing something that was going on that we knew was going on that was not good. We weren't gossiping about it. We were like, um, and we kept it just between us three. And we're like, oh boy, this is not good. And so one of the elders, uh, somehow it had, he, he, he had asked me a question and I said, I have an issue with something at the church. So he approached me and asked me. And it was, it was kind of interesting the way it happened. It was so Lord ordained, you know. And he asked me and I said, I do have an issue. And, but I'm not the one, the first hand person with the information it is this other person so I'm not gonna gossip I'm not even gonna tell you what it is I just need you to pray about it because if this is a Holy Spirit filled church you can pray about it 
and the Lord will guide you. The Holy Spirit will guide you or tell you or whatever. So <clears throat> it started from there. It started with um, one of the main elders on the church board or whatever, who is best friends with the pastor, the head pastor. So he tells him, and the head pastor is like, uh, what? And, you know, I, I think the reason why it gained traction is because I made it a, a very clear and loud point. I'm not a gossip. I'm not going to talk about it. The person who has the information is the one who needs to come forward. You know, um, we don't, we don't do the hearsay and the, you know, the busybody thing. You don't do that in a church. And so eventually within two weeks, um, the person who had the information, which was one of us three, and the third person, you know, the people that they were connected to in the church started asking them. So for me, it was the, the church elder best friend of the pastor. And then for the other person, it was someone the worship leader and the, the church counselor, two different people, was like, you know, not the worship leader, but the, ch the church counselor is like, what's going on? Talking to that other person. And then the third person who had the information was really good friends with um, the associate pastor. So it's like this triangle of us knows this triangle, don't think Illuminati, I'm not going there, of the head church people in there like what's going on the final thing that started happening was everybody in leadership at the church wondering is it me is it me is it me now if your conscience is clean it's not you but i thought it was very interesting because i examine myself every single day we're supposed to do that Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me. Psalm, I believe, 139. And so everybody in the top rank of the church, whatever, it just, it just spread like this little tiny flame. And they all started examining themselves. Is it me? Is it me? You know, what did I do? Is it me? Well, it eventually did come out what it was. And the church is addressing it. The pastor and the elders, they are addressing it. And I'm so glad because I want to continue going to that church. And the Lord told me, don't go back until they address it. And I'm like, okay. And it wasn't just as simple as someone lied or slept with someone's wife or, you know what I mean? It was, it was something extremely damaging. Um... And then it came back to me last week. The Lord was like, I told you, I'm cleansing consciences. And everybody in the leadership at that church started wondering, is it me? I mean, why would you wonder, is it me, if there isn't some stuff? You know, is there some stuff? I don't know. And I'm not like, he, 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 the dirt's coming out. That's not me. That's not what I was saying. I was like, yeah. I want to go to a clean church. I want to go to a church where the leaders are 
cleansing their consciences continuously before the Lord, like I do, like we all are supposed to do, but especially the elders and the pastors, especially. So this morning, it was interesting. I was listening to a radio program, very well-known radio program, uh, but I don't, I don't plug, you know, I don't plug myself and I don't plug others. Um, on this, on this radio program, he was talking about leprosy. And he said, when Jesus, you know, in his day, of course, leprosy started way back. Um, that was like way back in the Moses and the law time. But when Jesus was walking around, leprosy was still an issue. And so he was walking around and this guy came up to him in Matthew 8. Um, Jesus comes down from the mountain with a whole bunch of people following him. And this leper comes up to him and was worshiping him. So the leper looks at him and he's like, I know who you are. And he calls him Lord. And he said, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying, Matthew 8, 3, I will, I am willing, be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And I'm like, that's so interesting, Lord. Because you're telling, you've been telling me you've been, what you're doing right now in the world is you are cleansing, amongst other things, cleansing consciences. You know, and the wording to me was like cleansing, you know, and it's, it's, it's symbolic of leprosy. And then Jesus says, see that you tell no one, go your way, go on your way and show yourself to the priest because this was in the law. Show yourself to the priest, offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. So that's what this channel is about. It's it's a testimony channel. You know, we're bringing glory to God. We're bringing the glory to the Lord. That's what we're doing. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. But it was a testimony that he was cleansed. So God isn't cleansing consciences so that he can build up his little tally thing of how much judgment each person gets, although maybe he is, I don't know. He wants people to be cleansed. That's what he wants. He wants cleansing to go on. There's too many people in his little C church buildings that have leprosy, spiritual leprosy. And leprosy was numbing you couldn't feel it and it would leave, it would essentially just deaden the flesh, just dead, you know. So let me, let me, okay, let me go back and look at leprosy with Moses and let's see what we can see out of there. So real quick, let's look at it. Leviticus 13, uh, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron said, when a man has in the skin of his flesh arising a scab, a bright spot, be it in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy. Now, like is an italicized word, so let's, let's study this correctly. In the skin of his flesh, 
the plague of leprosy. Leprosy from H6883. It means leprosy. And then he shall brought to, be brought to Aaron the priest or one of the sons of the priest. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of his flesh and the hair in the plague, if it's turned white, and the plague in sight deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. The priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. And that's what the leper had to do. He had to walk around saying, unclean, 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 and announce it to people so that they could get away from him. You know, it's, it, it was, and it, it depicted iniquity or sin in a person. You were unclean. So now we have the connection in 2 Kings chapter 5, where, where leprosy is connected to um, transgression. Okay, now the difference between sin of iniquity and sin of transgression. Iniquity is where you realize I am doing wrong, I need to ask for forgiveness for this. I, I'm, you know, you're convicted and you're like, I recognize it. Okay, now I had someone explain this, and I, I agree with it. Transgression is when you are perp, you know you're sinning, and you keep on doing it. You're not convicted. So in the case of Naaman, so Naaman is, uh, let's see, Gehazi followed after Naaman. Okay, Gehazi was the servant of Elisha. He says, Behold, my master spared Naaman the Syrian, and not receiving in his hands that which he brought, but as the Lord lives, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. So Gehazi was, you know, Elisha was refused the um, the gift or whatever, and Gehazi's like, he should have took it. I'm going to go get some of it. And he went in, stood before his master. Now that comes to light later, and Elisha said unto him, Where where you come from, Gehazi? And he said, uh, I went nowhere. And verse 26, he said to him, Went not mine heart with thee when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee? Is it a time to receive money and garments and olive yards and vineyards and so on? And then the leprosy, therefore, of Naaman shall cleave to you, Gehazi, and to your seed forever. And he went out from his presence, a leper as white as snow. So there's a connection right there. Okay, so now we, we jump to the New Testament in our search for the word leprosy. And it shows Jesus cleansing people from leprosy. Now it doesn't make the connection of judgment with leprosy, but it is cleansing. Um, I believe God right now is getting his people ready for what's coming next in the world. You know, we're not going back to normal. Um, but when he comes, he's coming for a pure and spotless bride. You know, we can't have iniquity or transgression or spiritual leprosy in the deep little dark corners of our lives. God wants to clean us up so that when he comes, he can take as many as, as many of us as possible to heaven. Now, 
whether you believe it's in a rapture or whether you believe it's martyrdom, however it's going to happen, many people will be leaving this, this earth. And like I said, however it happens. So search yourself today. Just, just get in that habit of doing that. That's all I, that's all I can ask. And, um, so, and follow the, the testimony of the, of Naaman and Gehazi and the leper and what it is that Jesus can do for you. And that is the testimony I wanted to share for today. So thank you for joining me. And once again, I pray you all have a blessed day.